VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week. As I always say, this program is about making a positive difference in your life. It's about creating opportunities from obstacles. It's about finding the opportunity and the challenge. It's about transforming negatives into positives. And it's about finding solutions to the problems that we have. And I've interviewed hundreds and thousands of people over the last 25 years, and I can tell you that the solutions are out there and that there are many people out there today that are living happy and successful and joy-filled lives. And you certainly can be one of them. And each week we have amazing guests that really talk to that. And today is no exception. You can give us a call if you are listening on live, which would be Monday, January 7th, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern, or 11 to 12 p.m., or 11 to noon Pacific time. All right. My guest today is Shoshana Bennett. We are talking about postpartum illness and about depression and how we can deal with it. Dr. Shoshana Bennett, Ph.D., is a licensed psychologist who founded Postpartum Assistance for Mothers in 1987 after her second undiagnosed postpartum illness. She is the author of Beyond the Baby Blues, a guided imagery audio series for mother, for mothers, and the book Postpartum Depression for Dummies, an authoritative guide which explains how to create a comprehensive plan for recovery. Welcome, Shoshana. Oh, my pleasure. Hi. Hi. Well, you know, this happened to you, so it kind of gave you the impetus in a sense and the drive to say I'm going to help other people. True. Absolutely did. And I need to apologize for what happened, just happened about three seconds to, to <laughs> three seconds ago to my voice, Patricia. This is not a good thing to happen with radio. Okay, here comes my voice back slowly. Yes, this came directly out of personal experience. I had been a special education teacher. I had never thought in a million years that I would be doing what I'm doing now with, uh, uh, my current profession. And, um, Oh, my goodness, pardon me. Uh, but it is, you know, it's interesting. I love being on your show, Patricia, because you are so, this is about solution-oriented. You know, it's a, it's a solution-oriented show, not problem. And that's exactly how I work. Right. What happened to me a few, you know, back in the 80s when I delivered my first child, I really, I lost myself. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I had been, everything was going great in my life. My marriage was great. My health was great. My profession was great. And I was eagerly, we were, my husband and I were eagerly looking forward to the birth of our first child, Ilana. And what happened in the hospital was nothing I could have imagined. And I realized shortly after the birth that I wasn't having feelings I thought I should be having, and I was having thoughts I never thought a mom ought to be having. I knew there was something very, okay, so very wrong. What you're saying is that you started feeling guilty, which made you feel even worse because after you have a baby, you're supposed to be so joyous. <laughs> well, that's one of the, you know, that's one of the major myths of motherhood. Actually, that you know, immediately when a baby is born, you 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 must be having these, you know, these instant gushing, loving uh, thoughts. You know, sometimes that happens, but often, you know. It, it, it doesn't. And when it doesn't, often women are feeling inadequate, they're feeling guilty, they're feeling like, what's wrong with me? What kind of a mother mm-hmm. am I? Uh, so even without a major depression that, that had hit suddenly, um, you know, often moms aren't feeling, you know, that instant bonding. But in my case, there was also a, a mood disorder. That now, when you started to do research on this... Yep. You found there was a prevalence. Explain that. That you weren't alone, in other words. Well, I went through two life-threatening postpartum depressions, uh, with, and they went undiagnosed. So, uh, you know, 
there wasn't any help for me when I went through what I went through. When I finally realized that there was a name for this and that there was treatment and that my family and I had not needed to suffer the way they had suffered, uh, I started doing research. You're right. I started reading everything I could get my hands on from all over the world. And I realized that the U.S. was really light years behind uh, other other countries. And really? Of, yes. And I also realized that this was extremely common. We're talking 15% of new mothers. That's one in seven that's, you know, that experienced something more than the common and normal baby blues. And I'd be happy to explain the difference between the two so your listeners can tell So me. there's a difference between baby blues yes. and postpartum depression, or is it part of the same thing? No, it's very different. Baby blues is not a disorder. Baby blues is normal. It's part of normal adjustment. That happens to about you know, 50 to 80% of new mothers. Uh, baby blues is very transient. It doesn't feel good. I mean, it has a cute little name, but it's not, it's not, it doesn't feel, yeah, but it's very mild. Uh, mild teariness, a feeling of uh, uh, overwhelm or wondering, why did I do this again? And oh my goodness, and this is a big responsibility and some emotionality. But it's, uh, it, again, it's very, very uh, mild and it should go away within the first two weeks postpartum. So, again, it's mild and it goes away. If it is more severe than that, if the symptoms are taking up most of the day and really gets in the way of the woman's functioning, mm-hmm. then, then it becomes it, postpartum, it's depression. postpartum depression. Or if it keeps going, if it's mild but it keeps going past the two-week mark, then we also call it postpartum depression. Okay. All right. Now, the difference between postpartum depression and baby blues is that it's hard for you to get out of it, correct? Uh, Well, it's hard to get out of postpartum depression. Actually, it needs treatment, but it's not necessarily difficult. Uh, So one definitely shouldn't try to tough it out, if that's what you mean. Um, They should definitely, a woman should definitely get some help, get some proper help, and I can explain really where to go to get that good help. Um, but uh, it sometimes it, it can dramatically uh, disappear. I mean, in, in a short amount of time. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but the woman will at least be going in the right direction, getting herself back. Right. So in working with this, in, in what's the first thing that people need to do when they realize that it's no longer baby blues mm-hmm. and they realize it's depression? Should they immediately go for help? Should they take medication? What is your advice? You know, um, definitely they should speak to someone who they trust, a health a healthcare practitioner that they trust. And it, unfortunately, it's not just not just anybody will do. So hopefully, they can find a specialist, uh, a, a therapist, a, a PhD, a, a marriage and family therapist, a psychologist who really understands about postpartum depression. So somebody who's had some specialized training. It does not necessarily take medication. Uh, Patricia, I know that many women are they're reluctant to come forward and say, I think I have a problem, because they automatically think they will be put in an antidepressant, and sometimes they're worried about doing that, sometimes for the stigma, sometimes for their health, something, you know, they're just concerned. That may or may not be the case. Uh, if a medication is needed, hopefully they can release that stigma and take whatever they need to take in order to get well, but there are so many alternative, very powerful, non-medical treatments that often do the trick. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you say non-medical, are we talking about meditation, exercise, guided imagery, um, counseling, or all of the above, Shoshana? Whatever works. Whatever works and is safe. And with each woman who has postpartum depression, there may be a different excuse me, a different combination of treatments that might work for her. So whatever works, whatever works and is safe, that's my motto. So, for instance, one woman might um, might need uh, some thyroid help, either natural or mm-hmm. medication. Some women 
you know, she might need some extra support uh, in, a, in a support group. I believe in therapy really for everyone so that at least they get the information that they need. In, uh, I know in postpartum depression for dummies, I, I talk a lot about how to find proper support and uh, where to go for the right kinds of help. In um, it's, uh, nutrition, I'm a believer in big time. Uh, I believe feeding the brain chemistry, feeding the brain, feeding the body in the right ways will um, can do a tremendous amount. Do you think part of the postpartum depression clinically may be that some of the chemistry has changed since the birth of the baby? Yes, very much so, very much so. There are certainly women who are high, higher risk than others based on uh, personal family history. They have more of a propensity, but really this can happen to anyone. And uh, we're thinking the biggest culprit in the cause for postpartum depression is the rapid, the plummeting, really, of the reproductive hormones, the estrogen and, and progesterone. So, um, uh, and that affects the neurotransmitters, the brain mm-hmm. chemicals in the woman's brain, yeah. Okay. Now, when you got into this field, and were you doing this kind of therapy, or did this happen after you went through postpartum depression? I was not a therapist when I went through this with uh, with either of my children, either either of the postpartum experiences. I was a special education instructor. I taught at community colleges uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, and um, it was really out of personal experience that really propelled me into this field. There was there was nothing. I basically pioneered Northern California back in the 80s when I was searching uh, for help myself. And also, as I recovered, and I realized, you know, there 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 should be treatment. I mean, this is this is happening to so many of us. I started uh, speaking to other professionals, mental health professionals, medical professionals, and it really became my passion, my mission in life to uh, uh, to educate both professionals and the public on these disorders. So it would uh, help to to uh, uh, minimize the, the severity of, of how this is affecting the public. Do you think, Shoshana, that there has not been enough out there about this do you think you've been one of the pioneers and really recognize that this is um, a condition? I definitely consider myself a pioneer. Again, back in the 80s, there were, oh, a, a fewer than a handful, literally, of us in uh, in the United States that uh, knew about this illness and were, were training on it. Um, uh, we're certainly going in the right direction. Patricia, we're, <clears throat> excuse me, we're, um, we're moving forward big time. You know, back in the 80s, I would knock on hospital doors and ask administrators, you know, would you like me to run a support group here or would you Mm -hmm. like me to train your professionals? Back then, the answers I'd get were, oh, Shoshana, it's nice what you're doing, dear, but we rarely see this problem here. You know, little did they know how prevalent the problem was. Those same institutions, Patricia, are now contacting me directly and saying, please come give a hospital in-service to our staff. So they are, that's right, now they know that uh, this really is a serious issue. It's a public health issue. Not only On that note, we're going to take a break. My guest is Shoshana Bennett, and she is an expert in the whole area of postpartum depression. She founded Postpartum Assistance for Mothers in 1987, and she has two books out, Beyond the Baby Blues and Postpartum Depression for Dummies. And you can log on to her website, which is Shoshana. It is drshosh.com, D-R-S-H-O-S-H.com. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. As I say each week, this program really is about finding solutions to problems, turning obstacles into opportunities, and creating the life that you really want to have. And I've been doing this work about 25 years. We're now in year number six on Voice America. I was one of the pioneers on the Internet in terms of doing radio programming, and it's wonderful because now so many people can have programs that enlighten and inspire and educate us, and we all really need that. We need hope, and that's what this program is about, hope with practicality. My guest today is Shoshana Bennett. Dr. Shoshana Bennett, Ph.D., is a licensed psychologist who founded Postpartum Assistance for Mothers in 1987 after her second undiagnosed postpartum illness. She is the author of Beyond the Baby Blues, a guided imagery audio series for mother for mothers, and she's also the author of the new book, Postpartum Depression for Dummies. All right. Welcome back, Shoshana. Thank you. And, folks, you can give us a call if you're listening live on January 7th. You can give us a call at 866-472-5788. And again, Shoshana, how people can find you on the web? They can go to drshosh.com, D-R-S-H-O-S-H.com. Okay. All right, we've been talking about what happens in postpartum depression, how it is differed or how it's different from the baby blues, mm-hmm. which is more, you know, immediate but subsides. Postpartum depression lasts. And we've been talking about what are the causes and what are, what are some of the things that happen during this period. Mm-hmm. Let's talk now about prevention. Is there a way to prevent this from happening? I mean, a lot of this has to do with body chemistry after you had a child. So is there something we can do to prevent this before? Great question. Often it actually can be prevented or at least greatly minimized. For instance, even before a baby is born, 
the couple hopefully will have some realistic expectations and they need to be talked about. Uh, she might be assuming one thing, he might be assuming another about uh, who's going to be on duty at nighttime, uh, who's going to take care of meal preparation, uh, all of that kind of thing. So uh, that needs to be discussed so everybody's on the same page. That's number one. Um, also, uh, a plan needs to be in place. Who is going to be on duty at night? It certainly shouldn't only be the mother, even if she is breastfeeding. Uh, she needs some solid chunks of uninterrupted sleep at night to help keep her brain chemistry supported uh, or can lead to depression, anxiety, etc. So um, she needs to uh, work out some kind of a plan or they need to work out a plan so that she gets some sleep. Nutrition is extremely important. What is she going to eat and who's going to bring it to her? Because mm -hmm. she certainly shouldn't be expected to be cooking uh, after she delivers a baby. You know, talk about sugar in all of this because sugar certainly gives you a quick rise and then lets you down very quickly. And and basically, when we're depressed, we often go for sugar, but it's not a good thing for us. Talk about that. It's interesting you, you brought that up. Um, and I have a big section in Postpartum Depression for Dummies specifically on nutrition. If, there's, if there are new moms out there, I, I can actually suggest to them a very specific uh, plan of action, uh, very simple, that can help them regulate their blood sugar and also help them with the cravings. See, when we're depressed, we do tend to crave sugar and carbs. It tends to be because of a low serotonin level. And um, uh, it also, uh, uh, you know, we're trying to pick ourselves up, and that's the quick fix. You know, our brains do need sugar, but they need the right kind. Mm -hmm. And we tend to grab the cookies and the pastries and things like that. But it actually can wreak havoc on our moods because when our blood sugar drops uh, after it, uh, it rises precipitously and then it drops rapidly, our moods drop too. So one of the best ways to handle that is to nibble protein throughout the day. You don't have to have... Such as cheese, oh. chicken, cottage cheese. You know, yeah, I, the, the dairy probably isn't as great unless it's solid whey or something like that. But, it, yeah, that's certainly better than no protein. If, uh, you know, meat, fish, eggs are a great source of, of protein for this and helping to balance blood sugar, even raw almonds. Um, you know, uh, uh, having some tuna in the refrigerator, tuna fish salad mm -hmm. or chicken salad, some easily grabbable proteins. That, that will uh, pick you right up. It'll help keep you even is what it does so mm -hmm. that you're not, you're not going up and down with your blood sugar and therefore your moods. All right, now th we should do this then while during pregnancy. Actually, I'm a, I'm a believer in great nutrition, if you're pregnant or not, or, or, or you know, a new mother or not. Yes, but, but, but I guess my question is we don't want to wait until after that's we've had right. the baby to do this. And that's part of the prevention that we started to talk about. Absolutely, Patricia, you're right. Part of that plan is getting, getting some solid nutrition and... Uh, you know, but depression can happen in pregnancy as well. It happens to the same extent. It's 15%, one in seven. So it will certainly help to keep the moods more even during the pregnancy and set you up for a much easier time postpartum. Right. Shoshana, when people come to you for counseling, yes. what is it you do? Do they usually come to you when they're depressed clinically after they've had a the child? Do they come to you before? And, and what, are, what do they come to you with? How, how do they present themselves? All of the above, first of all. And I love it when pregnant women call me. And actually, my, my new book that's, that's coming out is focusing on pregnancy. Um, uh, when a pregnant woman calls, somebody who knows she's high risk, or she might be suffering already, but even if she's, she's feeling great, she just knows she's high risk, she has uh, depression in her past or her family history, that's wonderful because I can set her up with a solid plan of action, the kinds of things we're talking about, before she even delivers. So it, it, it propels her in, the, in a wonderful direction uh, uh, beforehand. Uh, some women come with more anxiety or more short-temperedness in answer to your question. It doesn't always look like, you know, either prenatal or postpartum depression, doesn't necessarily look like uh, the stereotypic 
picture of depression, you know, mm-hmm. crying in the bathrobe, unable to function. And, and who usually makes the referral? Does the husband call you? Does she call you? Do the children call you? How does that work, Shoshana? Often the women call themselves if they're up to doing so. Some women are so uh, uh, depressed, or they're really they're at a functioning level. I'm not hearing you very clearly. You're coming in a little garbled. Oh, I have I didn't change anything. Is this better? Okay. I'm not sure, but okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, Sometimes it is the spouse who calls, the partner. If she's unable or she's feeling uh, uh, that she's not able to function well enough or to make that call herself, sometimes it's a family member, sometimes it's a a doctor who's doing the referring. Uh, Lactation consultants are wonderful sources of referral because often she shows up to the lactation consultant worried, 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 the baby's not eating well, and the baby might be eating fine, it's just her anxiety level that's so high. So the referrals come in from all different places. And also when the anxiety level is high, yes. is it sometimes, that sometimes prevent the woman from breastfeeding? Absolutely. Sometimes the symptoms themselves get in the way. Uh, or if she's even having a, a thyroid dysfunction, hypothyroidism, yeah. for instance, which is very common, that mm-hmm. can uh, get in the way of her milk production. So, um, yeah, there, there can be a number of things going on. And for each woman, I'll give her a, a, an individual assessment because for each woman who contacts me, <clears throat> she's going to need her own individual plan of action. Now, what do you mostly hear? What are the symptoms? I'm depressed. I can't get out of bed. I'm, I'm unhappy. What, what do you hear mostly, Shoshana? Well, some of the most common are anxiety, being worried, being short-tempered. You know, I'm, I'm yelling at my toddler and she doesn't deserve it, or I'm snapping at my husband. Frequent crying. You know, low self-esteem is a big one. Feeling guilty for absolutely mm-hmm. no reason at all. Yeah, yeah. Appetite problems, often a loss of appetite. Sometimes it's the opposite, however. Overwhelmed feelings, like things that used to feel really easy, are, are now feeling like too much. Forgetfulness. You know, uh, sleeping problems. If she's unable to sleep at night when her baby is sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, insomnia, that's a, that's a big red flag. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more to Shoshana Bennett regarding postpartum depression, that this is a condition, and it certainly can, uh, we can work with it easily if we have the right information. And you can log on to drshosh.com. Is that correct? Correct. D-R-S-H-O-S-H.com. Okay. And we are talking today about postpartum depression and what we can do about it. You can call us after the break if you're listening live on Monday, January 7th. All these shows are archived, so if you're not, you can write to drshosh.com. But if you are listening live, you can call 866-472-5788. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is a licensed psychologist who founded Postpartum Assistance for Mothers in 1987 after her second undiagnosed postpartum illness. She's the author of Beyond the Baby Blues, a guided imagery audio series for mothers, and she is also the author of the new book, Postpartum Depression for Dummies. Again, drshosh.com, S-H-O-S-H, and stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. There's plenty more. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest wine Makers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women and Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? 
The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Voiceamerica.com. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And the goal of this program, Positive Living, is to bring you positive principles and practical solutions so you can live the kind of life, life that you want, so you, we can all be kinder to each other, so that we can find our solutions to our problems, so we can find the right help that we need when we need it. And I believe in this. I've been doing this work now, folks, for 25 years. I have interviewed hundreds and thousands of people who talk about different aspects of living and what are the issues we go through and how can we make our lives more comfortable and more joy-filled. I believe in that, and you can have it too. Today is no exception. I have on a great guest. If you are recently had a child or you're a grandparent whose child, whose daughter has had a child, or you're an aunt or uncle or friend of someone who's going through a difficult time after childbirth and has some postpartum depression, listen in. This is the show for you. My guest is Dr. Shoshana Bennett. You can log on to her website at drshosh.com, S-H-O-S-H.com. If you're listening today on Monday Live, January 7th, then you can call us at 866-472-5788. Dr. Shoshana Bennett, Ph.D., is a licensed psychologist who founded Postpartum Assistance for Mothers in 1987. She's the author of Beyond the Baby Blues and Postpartum Depression for Dummies. And again, drshosh.com. Welcome back, Shoshana. Thank you. All right, we've been talking about prevention. You know, how do we prevent it? And we've been talking about the kinds of folks that come into you and say they need help. Um, let's talk about the fathers. Let's talk about where the dads might get help and what they might do if they're listening and feel, gee, you know, my wife's going through this. Yes, that's a great question. And actually, fathers can also get depressed postpartum. Obviously, they're not getting depressed because of reproductive hormones. Right, they're not getting pressed, depressed physically, and other clinically, in terms of body chemistry. In terms of, well, they can be clinically depressed, but again, for, for different reasons is what I mean. And the, the highest risk factor for dads is if the mom is depressed. They, uh, the dads, when they get depressed, uh, they don't get depressed at the same rate. It's, it's less, uh, it's, it's less frequent, but uh, they, they're still depressed. Uh, they show it more in, um, anger, frustration, short-temperedness. There may be a lag time also. It doesn't show up typically as, as quickly as it does for mothers. They're very worried about their, the financial responsibilities, typically about their new roles. Um, and, uh, they can certainly get help. I've worked with dads as well, but there are other um, resources that they go to postpartum.net, which is Postpartum Support International's website. They will also be able to find um, uh, dads' support directly, whether their wives or partners are depressed or whether they're depressed themselves. Uh, and when I was president of that organization, PSI, uh, Postpartum Support International, we got that section going because it actually is very, it's very common. For the for the men to for have depression. Yeah. yeah. Now, what advice do you give to both mothers and fathers when both or either, or especially the woman, is going through the depression? Mm-hmm. What tips do you give them? Do you say, for example, well, let's have some structured playtime with your baby, or let's make sure we hold the baby for a certain amount of time, or let's? Do you give them very specific instructions in terms of how they interact with their child? That's that's an interesting question. It is so it's very varied. 
it's so varied. It's An individual. very individual. Um, you know, the 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 topic really. I, what I thought you were going to to ask actually is is do the dads have a particular role in helping the mothers and and you know in in the in the family? And that I can tell you is definitely yes. Partners have a tremendously important role in uh, in helping her recover. And uh, as a matter of fact, I, I dedicated an entire chapter to it uh, because uh, they they can either slow down recovery or speed it up tremendously. And um, uh, dads, partners can um, can be there to support her. There are things that he should say, things that he should not. I mean, for instance, he he shouldn't say, you know, when are you going to get well already? You know, or yeah. show that kind of yeah. impatience. Yeah. But rather should say, honey, whatever you need to do in order to feel 100%, I'm there. Uh, he should make sure that, um, you know, he is physically there as much as possible and keeps giving her good positive affirmations about the job she's doing and this isn't her okay, fault. Okay, and, and that's very good advice. What happens when he feels like he can't do that? Then what does he do? When he cannot support her in that way? Yes, when he starts to feel down himself and it's hard for him to say those words. Well, you know, I believe the husbands, partners, need their own help right from the beginning. I mean, I get them involved in the plan as fast as possible uh, because actually that is one of the reasons they do tend to get depressed if they are not getting their own support because often the guys are, you know, they might be going to work, doing the work there, then coming home and then having to take care of their ill wives and maybe, right. you know, pick up the slack at home with, right. you know, the house stuff and the baby stuff. That can get wearing. So, I mean, he, he's, he is her pillar, and if he's not getting support, you know, it, it's not good for anybody concerned. So uh, he needs his own outlets, sometimes a therapist, sometimes just, you know, maybe exercise does it for him, maybe talking to a buddy after work sometimes does it for him. Um, but he also needs some information, and mm-hmm. uh, that's why I often talk with him. He gets on the line as well. So uh, that's good. You counsel both. Shoshana, what about the children? What about the mm-hmm. siblings? Do you talk to them, or what do you suggest for them? Because they may also be feeling a little bit left out in this situation. Helping, what I do, I typically aren't working, I'm typically not working with the children directly, but I do work quite a bit with the parents on how to relate, even when the mom is still severely depressed. So doing what she can do, making sure that there is a non-depressed adult in charge of that child for a number of hours a day because we have to watch out for the well-being of the kids as well, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, my daughter, unfortunately, grew up with an attachment disorder. Uh, There was nobody telling me what I needed or giving me the help I needed. And even though I taught early childhood development for many years, I was so ill as a mom, Mm -hmm. I could barely give her eye contact. Mm -hmm. So making sure that, uh, that even if she just pastes a happy face on for, you know, it takes a tremendous amount of energy to act, but, you know, just doing some kind of interaction, a normal kind of interaction, yeah. uh, I teach her how to do that, even mm-hmm. if it's not feeling natural to her yet. But at least to do it, to go through the motion, and then eventually she starts to feel it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, what about working with mothers in terms of, um, and we talked about this before, but the specific strategies, do you find that when they follow these, and you kind of alluded to this, when they follow these things that you tell them that they find they feel better, does it take them a while to get into it, Shoshana? You know, it depends. The, the ones who are uh, eager to recover and they have the strength to move quickly, uh, they tend to do tremendously well. And, you know, I have yet... Patricia, to work with a woman who has not recovered from this. And I've worked with over 15,000 women. Really? So I don't want your listeners to worry that, oh, my goodness, if they have postpartum depression, will they ever recover? Yes, you will. You just need proper help. So some, some women recover quicker than others. It's not a matter of intelligence or, you know, whatever does it. But, yes, following a plan of action, you know, the, the, the positive self-talk, the uh, time by herself, or at least just just to focus on what used, you know what what means her to her. I mean, what mm-hmm. used to give her pleasure, yeah. even if she doesn't, she's not able to enjoy it yet. The sleep, the nutrition, the the therapy, the all uh, of the above, all of the above, all of the above. In yeah, 
So actually, this is really similar to any depression in a way. Can it work very similarly? Yes. Does it feel like other kinds of depressions? Actually, there are some differences. When one is, for instance, if a guy loses his job at age 65, can he become clinically depressed? Of course. But does it feel like a postpartum depression? Absolutely not. With other depressions, one is typically low all the time. I mean, for, for the most part, they're just blah and dull and flat kind of, you know, uh, continually. With a postpartum depression, because the endocrine system, the hormones are involved in a way that they're not in other times in her life, and with guys, of course, um, uh, women are feeling up and down and all around. She never knows quite how she's mm-hmm. going to feel at any given moment. And that, and also the pressures of taking so care of a baby. it's erratic. It's erratic in That's a way. That's right. You can't, you can't count on, you know, at 10 in the morning she might feel almost normal. At 12 noon she might be yeah. very anxious yeah. and worried. And at uh, 2 p.m. she might feel more depressed. What so, would you say, Shoshana, is sort of the main thing to look out for? In other words, what... What's the first thing when you start feeling down that you should do that sometimes we don't do? Like what, sometimes something that we need to do right away, mm-hmm. but we overlook it because it's right in front of our face. Yes. Well, one... Food, nutrition? Well, absolutely. Uh, make sure that... Uh, I, I believe all moms need to be taking care of herself. She's, you know, place oxygen mask over your own nose and mouth before you're going to be of any use to anyone else. So often, new mothers are putting everybody else's needs first, and that's backwards. She should put herself first so she's got what it takes to care for a a child. So a mom needs to make sure that she's eating throughout the day and eating good food and keeping herself well hydrated. Uh, Any dehydration can cause anxiety. Uh, She needs to make sure she's got her breaks. She needs to make sure she's sleeping. You know, all of the plan we we talked about earlier in the show. Um, uh, So that's number one. But also... You know, there should not be any stigma. She should not be worried that, oh, you know, what does this mean about me as a mother? Does this mean I'm weak? Does this mean I'm inadequate? All of that stuff. Not at all. Uh, not at all. It's just, uh, you know, this can happen to the best of us. All right. So, all right. Let's to take get a break. Sure. My guest is Shoshana Bennett. We are talking today about postpartum depression and what you can do about it and also how you can prevent it. You can log on to drshosh.com, S-H-O-S-H.com. You can call us after the break if you're listening live on January 7th on Monday, and that would be 866-472-5788. Shoshana Bennett is a Ph.D. and a licensed psychologist who founded the Postpartum Assistance for Mothers in 1987. She's the author of Beyond the Baby Blues, a guided imagery audio series for mothers, and also the author of the book Postpartum Depression for Dummies, an authoritative guide which explains how to create a comprehensive plan for recovery. When we come back, we're going to talk about the guided imagery in Beyond the Baby Blues and what this does and what some of those exercises are. So you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. 
Young people, do you want a forum to discuss your ideas and thoughts about what matters most to you? Speak Up brings together diverse voices, cultures, and ideologies from college-age adults across the country. Host Gina Holland provides a different perspective on how current affairs impact future generations. Broadcasting live every Thursday, Speak Up with Gina urges young Americans to think, ask pertinent questions, and affect change. That's Speak Up with Gina, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. If you're listening live today on January 7th, you can give us a call at 866-472-5788. If you're not listening live and you're listening to the archive, please log on to drshosh.com, com. My guest today is Dr. Shoshana Bennett, Ph.D., licensed psychologist, and we're talking about postpartum depression. She's an expert in this. She was a pioneer in her field. She started the first postpartum assistance for mothers in 1987, and she's the author of Beyond the Baby Blues, a guided imagery audio series for mothers, and the postpart book, Postpartum Depression for Dummies, an authoritative guide which explains how to create a comprehensive plan for recovery. Welcome back, Shoshana. Thank you. Okay. Let's talk about um, the audio cassette series. Now, is that can people get that through your website? And let's talk about what that entails. They can absolutely get it through my website, drshosh.com. And uh, actually, when 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 uh, your listeners go to my website and they they sign in, uh, they will automatically get as a free gift of uh, an audio download about the series, and they get the, the the introduction to it basically. So that's absolutely free. That's going on right now. Mm. So the uh, the audio series itself has a number of tracks on it, and. Um, uh, I I thought it was, you know, this can be used for anyone, not just uh, somebody who's depressed. It's really for for veteran mothers, mothers who have been moms for a long, long time and they're feeling wonderful, but it's a way to help keep them wonderful, uh, keep them feeling wonderful. Or it's for, for anyone who's having the blues. Really, it's for any mother. There is a track about feeling confident about your mothering. Moms in general tend to doubt themselves, uh, let alone when there's a depression going on. So uh, I thought it would be very good because this is what has come up over the last 20 years in practice, you know. But but I'm not sure I'm doing a good job. But I'm you know. So it's really how to trust yourself as you're making those decisions in parenting and knowing that you're doing the very best you can. Then there is a section uh, on taking care of yourself, making sure that you're carving out time, and and uh, so that you're understanding also how important it is. Uh, to take care of yourself as a mom, your family is rotating around you. Mm-hmm. So you must, to be a responsible mother, you must take care of yourself. Now, what it's are not... some of the exercises in the guided imagery? You know, it, it basically it takes a woman through um, thinking about the structure of her day, her week, her month, and um, really a- allowing herself, uh, the um, really giving permission. The exercises are, are created to, to give her permission, not only uh, that it's okay to uh, set aside time for herself, but that it's crucial, it's, it's essential. So by the end of the, uh, that particular track, she's feeling not only confident about her mothering, but really understanding how important it is for her family that she, uh, that she does good things for herself. There's also a track on there for creating harmony. And I use the word harmony and not balance for a reason, if I could quickly describe sure. the difference. I think that, you know, women in general are, are handed a, a myth uh, that I like to dispel whenever I can, that we're supposed to be balancing our roles perfectly, you know, working outside the home, working inside the home, taking care of our children, you know, like, like we're balancing a seesaw, you know, and it has to be even, and we feel like we're failing at everything. And I use harmony. Be- harmony is like it's sort of like a, we're, we're ebbing and flowing. We're, we're maybe one week we're spending more time with kids and family, and the next week we can then 
you know, lean a little bit more to the projects that we need to get done outside the home or whatever. So harmonizing uh, just feels more realistic in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't set us up for failure as opposed to, you know, what we want to set ourselves up for, which is success. All right. And on that note, we're going to have to close. If people get one thing out of this program today on postpartum depression and speak to men and women alike, what's your message, Shoshana? This is preventable. This is very, very treatable. Certainly don't suffer in silence. Get some help. You will be absolutely fine and uh, I'm here to help or I can certainly guide you uh, to help but you deserve to be happy thank you let's give some of your contact information again or any seminars you're giving they will find yes upcoming seminars on my website drshosh.com d-r-s-h-o-s-h.com my phone number directly is 925-735-3099 you can email me through my website that's probably the easiest way to contact me okay and and all of your seminars and everything is listed online they are listed and I work by phone for women all over the country Okay. All right. And again, your phone number one more time. 925-735-3099. Okay. Trishana, stay on the line. It was wonderful to have you on the program, and thank you so much. Thank you very much, Patricia. Folks, next week I'm having on a wonderful guest I've had on several times. Her name is Gail Blanke, and she helps people achieve their wildest dreams. Her mission is to enable people to thrive on change and master the art of self-reinvention in this unpredictable and insecure world. As a motivational speaker, executive coach, and author, Gail has helped thousands of people discover and achieve their wildest dreams. Her latest book is Between Trapezes, which is flying into a new life with the greatest of ease. And it reminds us that the real thrill in life is not in the landing, but in the flying. This practical and inspirational guide shows us that the in-between we experience in our lives can be the best of times and that we can let go of our old trapeze and fly into our new lives with the grace and daring of a trapeze artist. So this is wonderful, and you can log on to gailblanky.com or betweentrapezes.com. Remember, folks, as I always say on this program, and I say this each week, stay healthy, stay happy. Get the support that you need. Stick to your goals. Don't settle and know you can make your dreams come true. You can write to me at patricia at raskinresources.com. My website is raskinresources.com. My book is Pathfinding Seven Principles for Positive Living, which is in revision, but you can order it online, and you can learn more about what I do as well. So, folks, until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great Monday and a great week. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com.